0: My name is Nicholas, and welcome to Literally Our World. This episode, this show, what's it going to be about? Literally, our world. Today, America's private prisons. Literally. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests, and fellow scholars. Today, we embark on an exploration of a complex and contentious chapter in the history of American criminal justice, the evolution of private prisons. This journey reveals not just a tale of incarceration, but also a narrative around the pursuit of profit, the challenges of governance, and the quest for a just and equitable society. As we delve into this discourse, it is imperative to recognize the multifaceted nature of private prisons within the larger criminal justice system. The narrative is not merely about the institutions themselves, but also the societal, economic, and political ecosystems that foster their existence. This exploration is a call to critically analyze, not just the consequences, but the motivations and alternatives. That define our approach to incarceration diving deeper into our exploration it's essential to recognize that the debate over private prisons is not isolated but interconnected with broader societal dynamics such as socioeconomic disparities racial injustices and the role of privatization in public services these prisons have become microcosms of larger societal issues offering a lens through which to examine the interplay between state responsibilities and private interests. Understanding this context is crucial for formulating responses that are not just reactive, but proactive, addressing the root causes of the expansion of private incarceration. The concept of private prisons in the United States is not modern at all. Its roots can be traced back to the 19th century, following the Civil War under the convict lease system. This system allowed private entities to, get ready for this, lease prisoners for labor, effectively turning incarceration into a business. However, due to inhumane conditions and public outcry, the practice was largely abolished by the early 20th century, give or take. Reflecting on the origins of private prisons unveils a recurring theme, the commodification of human confinement. The transition from the convict lease system to modern private prisons underscores a persistent belief in the efficiency of the private sector in managing societal issues. Yet this history prompts a crucial inquiry into the moral implications of such an approach and its compatibility with the principles of justice and rehabilitation. The historical evolution from the convict lease system to modern private facilities highlights a cyclical pattern of exploitation and reform. It's a stark reminder of the enduring challenges in balancing economic efficiency with ethical imperatives. The early reliance on convict labor was not merely an economic decision, it was also a reflection of societal attitudes towards punishment and rehabilitation. This historical context sheds light on the persistent issues of dignity, human rights, and the societal implications of outsourcing punishment to the highest bidder. The modern era of private prisons began in the 1980s, amidst rising crime rates and growing public fear. The government, seeking solutions to overcrowding, and rising costs in public prisons, turned to the private sector. In 1983, Corrections Corporation of America, now known as CoreCivic, opened the first private prison, and this is in 1983. This marked the beginning of a significant shift towards privatization in corrections. The rebirth of private prisons in the late 20th century signals a pivotal movement in American social policy, where economic imperatives began to significantly, significantly influence criminal justice practices. It's strange, this period of resurgence not only highlights the sector's adaptability, but also sets the stage for the ensuing debates about the ethical and practical ramifications of privatizing incarceration reflecting broader tensions between public good and private gain. The late 20th century saw not only the resurgence of private prisons, but also a significant shift in the public discourse on crime and punishment. Driven by a political climate that favored tough-on-crime policies, this era saw an unprecedented increase in the prison population. The decision to reintegrate private entities— into the correction system was influenced by these broader trends highlighting the intricate connections between policy decisions, political ideologies, and their impact on the growth of the private prison industry. Proponents argued that private prisons could provide cost savings and efficiency gains over their public counterparts. The promise was that of a free market solution to a public sector program. Buoyed by political support and policies favoring incarceration, such as the war on drugs, which we all know now has been an epic failure, and mandatory minimum sentencing laws, the private prison industry experienced rapid growth through the 1990s and 2000s. The arguments for private prisons, centered on efficiency and cost-effectiveness, reveal a deeper ideological shift towards market solutions for public challenges. However, The actual benefits remain a subject of intense debate, pointing to a need for rigorous evaluation and transparency. This growth phase of private prisons serves as a testament to the power of political and economic forces in shaping public policy, often with far-reaching consequences. The growth of private prisons was bolstered by a narrative that emphasized cost-saving and efficiency. However, detailed analyses and reports have often challenged these claims, revealing complexities and nuances in the cost comparison between public and private facilities. Factors such as the quality of care, recidivism rates, and the transparency of operations play critical roles in assessing the true cost and benefits of private privatization, suggesting that the efficiency argument may be oversimplified. However, the expansion of private prisons was not without controversy. Critics raised concerns about the ethical implications of profiting from incarceration, potential reductions in the quality of care and oversight, and the influence of private prison companies on criminal justice policy. Studies and reports have surfaced over the years, presenting mixed findings on cost savings and highlighting issues with safety, security, and inmate rights. The controversies surrounding private prisons highlight a critical aspect of the discourse, the challenge of aligning profit motives with the goals of justice and rehabilitation. These criticisms not only question the efficacy and ethics of private prisons, but also spotlight the broader issues of accountability, equity, and the role of government in safeguarding the rights and dignity of incarcerated individuals. Critics of private prisons extend beyond ethical concerns, touching on tangible issues such as safety, accountability, and the impact on inmate outcomes. Reports of higher rates of violence, understaffing, and inadequate health care in some private facilities have fueled the debate. These issues raise significant questions about the capacity of private entities to fulfill the complex responsibilities of incarceration, which inherently includes safeguarding the welfare of inmates and facilitating rehabilitation. The rise of private prisons coincided with a broader trend towards mass incarceration in the United States. By the early 21st century, the U.S. had the highest incarceration rate in the world. This phenomenon disproportionately affected minority communities, leading to widespread calls for criminal justice reform. This was primarily young black men, these minority groups. The societal impact of private prisons, particularly their role in perpetuating mass incarceration, calls for a profound examination of our justice system's priorities and values, The disproportionate effect on minority communities underscores the intersections of race, justice, and inequality in America, challenging us to confront the systemic biases that drive disparities in incarceration. The role of private prisons in the broader landscape of mass incarceration cannot be overstated. Their growth has mirrored, and in some cases contributed, to the expansion of the prison population which has profound implications for social equity. The racial and economic disparities evident in incarceration rates reflect systemic biases biases, that are exasperated by policies favoring privatization. This context underscores the need for a holistic approach to criminal justice reform that addresses the structural inequalities underlying mass incarceration. In recent years, there has been a growing movement against the privatization of prisons. The federal government, under different administrations, has issued varying directives regarding the use of private prisons, reflecting the ongoing debate over their role in the justice system. States, too, have reconsidered their reliance on private facilities amidst budgetary pressures and reform initiatives. The evolving stance on private prisons reflects a growing awareness and reevaluation of their place within the justice system. This shifting landscape, driven by policy changes, public opinion, and reform efforts, underscores the dynamic nature of the debate. It signals a critical juncture at which the nation must decide the future direction of its penal policies and the values they embody. The dynamic nature of the private prison sector, marked by recent policy shifts and public scrutiny, reflects a societal grappling with the implications of privatization. Movements towards reform and and the reconsideration of private prisons at both federal and state levels are indicative of a broader reevaluation of how society approaches punishment and rehabilitation. These developments point towards potential shifts in policy, and public opinion, emphasizing the importance of evidence-based approaches and the pursuit of alternatives to incarceration. We're going to try to conclude here. The history of private prisons in the United States is a reflection of broader societal and political dynamics. It is a story of ideological battles over the role of government versus the private sector of economic considerations intersecting with ethical questions and of the ongoing struggle to balance justice, efficiency, and human dignity. As we look to the future, it is clear that the debate over private prisons and more broadly over the American criminal justice system will continue. It is incumbent upon us as informed citizens and scholars to engage with these issues thoughtfully critically, and compassionately, always with an eye towards creating a more just and equitable society. In sum, the discourse on private prisons in the United States transcends the institutions themselves, touching upon deeper questions about justice, equity, and the role of government. As we move forward, the lessons learned from this history must guide us towards policies that not only address the symptoms of systemic issues, but also their root causes. The path to a more just and humane system is fraught with challenges, but it is a journey we must undertake with diligence and empathy. In reflecting on the history and current state of private prisons, it becomes evident that the issue is emblematic of larger challenges within the criminal justice system and society at large. The journey towards reform is not just about addressing the symptoms presented by private prisons, but also about confronting the foundational issues of justice, equity, and the role of the state in ensuring the welfare of all its citizens. The path forward requires a commitment to transparency, accountability, and a reimagined approach to justice that prioritizes human dignity and societal well being. And I'll leave you with this. In the pursuit of justice, we must ensure that our solutions do not compromise the very principles we seek to uphold. The history of private prisons serves as a cautionary tale, reminding us that in the quest for efficiency, we must never lose sight of humanity. Thank you. America's private prisons. Literally.